is WQIN Nashua Pepperell Group W, a Westinghouse Broadcasting Station. Warning. 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 Listener discretion is advised. Podcasting live. Podcasting live. From the Q100 studios in Nashua. With his comfort dog, Quinlan, by his side. It's the independent man. Independent man. Liberals need not apply. And now, here he is. With talent on loan from God. The independent man. Past weekend in Boston, there were five murders in a 24-hour time span. Saturday night, two young men, 16 years old, were murdered in the suburb of Boston, south of Boston, called Randolph. Sounds, looks like it was probably a drug dealer gone bad. Um, and about uh, 12 hours later, in an affluent community right outside of Boston, the town of Newton, Mass., there were tragic uh, horrific details of three elderly loved ones were murdered. I'm going to get to that in a moment. It's just really disgusting. It just turns your stomach when you read the details about this uh, senseless uh, crime, so to speak. But like I said many times in this podcast, Boston is turning to New York and turning to San Francisco. This is just all a product of progressive liberalism. That's all there is to it. You are soft on crime, and the sick cockroach criminals see it. You, um, the actions that are taking place by the attorney generals and the politicians show that they're just getting slapped on the wrist and getting a parking ticket for committing murder, for rape, for robberies. They're getting away literally with murder, that the old saying. And this is what's happening in these very liberal places like Massachusetts. It's just going to get worse and worse. And I'm going to tell you about this in a moment, what happened in Newton over the weekend. And this is just going to make the people, even Newton, Newton's a very liberal, uh, progressive town, if you want to call it that. A lot of, you know, rich, affluent people, a lot of Democrats. I'm sure if I pulled up the statistics, probably 80% voted for Biden. Um, no matter where you go around Newton, there's a lot of trust fund babies. Uh, it's kind of like the town of Lexington, very, very left leaning, liberal, progressive town. And, um, maybe this is going to wake up some of the people. Maybe, I don't know, unless it happens to your family. I don't think people give two shits to be honest with you. They're upset for the moment. And then the next day they move on with their pathetic lives. But this, this is just out of control. You have the city of Boston with the progressive Mayor Wu. You've got Senator Warren. You've got all these liberal politicians that are just so soft on crime. And that you also got the illegals coming in now over the border under President Dementia. So it's just going to get worse. You know, San Francisco, if you go downtown San Francisco on the waterfront, used to be a beautiful city at one time. You could eat outside the restaurant. You'd have a cappuccino, just like the North End, okay? And what's happening in San Francisco is the bums are taking over the downtown. They're setting up tents, and they're having um, the drugs 
right in front of your face. They're shooting up. They're drinking. They're vomiting. They're defecating right on the sidewalk, right in front of the restaurants. And there's no control. The Governor Newsom has no control over the state of California. He just lets the bums do what they want and the drug dealers and all the crimes. I heard a statistic that something of in Massachusetts that the Attorney General is allowing anyone to steal. If you walk into a Walgreens or a CVS, as long as it's under 900 bucks, you can steal it and they won't prosecute you or they won't arrest you. Can you imagine that? So you can take all the razor blades, you can take all the Gatorade, you can take all of the medicine and anything you want there, candy, you go in the frozen food department, take the, um, you know, the, the, the frozen pizzas, take all the pills you want, toothpaste, stuff like that. And as long as it's 900, under 900 bucks, you can load it in a trash bag and walk out and no one's going to touch you. Right? So that's one store. That's Walgreens. Now walk across the street to the CVS, do the same thing. Then walk across the block and go to the Target store and do the same thing. Next thing you know, you get $2,700 worth of products that you stole within a half an hour and they don't touch you. You are free to go and do what you want. Can you imagine that? There should be something right in place that if you walk in, if you steal a Hershey bar, you're arrested right on the spot. Where are these rules coming from? Where are these laws coming from? This is what happens with progressive liberal nut jobs. And people see it. And because they see you're soft on crime, they come to these progressive places like Massachusetts, New York, San Francisco. So today they're robbing stores. Tomorrow they're doing heroin. Next week they're raping. And then the week after that they're murdering families because they know they can get away with it. Now let's get to this, the topic at hand here. It's very important here. So getting back to Newton on Sunday, and I'm gonna, I wrote some notes down here because just to put my thoughts together here, I just devastated here. Um, there's an Italian section of Newton. A lot of people that lived in the north end of Boston, which is Little Italy, moved to the suburbs, as a lot of families do over the years, so they can have a better home, better life for their kids, have a backyard, and all that good stuff. So there's a part of Newton called Nonentum, and a lot of Italian people in the last 40, 50 years from the north end of Boston moved to this part of Newton. And they belong to the church up the street. And there's a little area in the church, part of the church in the back. It's called the north end of Boston section. And this couple, along with the um, woman's mother, went to church every Sunday and sat in the same pew in that same north end section. Um, it's Mr. and Mrs. DeMori, Italian family. The name DeMori means love. And her mother, who's 97 years old, who lived with her. And they would go to church every Sunday. In fact, they were celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary, Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. DeMori was. Um, and we're going to get into the details in a moment here. But this has just got to raise everyone's blood pressure. And something has to be done. I mean, the, the perpetrator here, I guarantee you, he's going to get away with it. And here's why. Number one, yeah, I'll say it, he's black. Okay, number two, he was basically caught because he walked in the home barefoot. And just like fingerprints, your footprints are unique, like a snowflake. There's no two alike. So I guess they caught him somewhere on camera outside, maybe on one of these blink cameras walking through the neighborhood. And then um, there were footprints in the house from all the blood from the murders that they were able to arrest this cockroach. And they... Um, Got the footprints, apparently, um, in the house. Now, what's going to happen? I'll tell you right now what's going to happen. 
he's going to end up, and you might think, oh, this is a pretty solid dunk case. They got his footprints. They approve it, Tim, blah, blah, blah. But here's the other side of the coin. They're going to, his attorney, he'll get some liberal attorney um, from the ACLU, and they'll spin the whole thing that he has mental illness, because why would he walk in a home barefoot? Now, he could have been naked for all I know. More details are going to come out. But let's just say for a moment, he was barefoot, had his jeans on, maybe had a t-shirt on. They're going to say, why would someone that had any sanity walk in a home barefoot? So right there, you're going to have this insanity play. Okay, that's number one. Number two, they're going to push the black. Oh, the poor black guy. He had no father. You know, he had no mother. He was living on the street, but, 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 and all this nonsense. Okay, so it's going to start to make it so the public's going to start to feel bad for this piece of vermin. That's what's going to happen. And he'll do one year in the Lindemann Center, which is a nut house in Boston. And then after the one year, he'll be out on parole. He'll get a job like at a CVS or Walgreens. And the next thing you know, in five years, he'll run for senator in Massachusetts and he'll become a senator. They'll have a statue erected in every corner with this guy because he'll find he'll find God in the Lindemann Center. And all of a sudden, he's a holy roly. And then he turned his life around. Meanwhile, these three people that are dead now, nothing. They'll get nothing. They'll, they'll just get a funeral mass. There might be a scholarship fund set up. Maybe the city of Newton will um, have a, uh, a memorial place somewhere near their home. And they'll say this is the um, Demory Memorial or Demory Street or Demory Lane, right? Meanwhile, this fucking piece of vermin who murdered these people will be out in the year and he'll go on with his life. And he's only 41 years old. It's just disgusting. They have to bring back the death penalty in all the states. This is the problem in Massachusetts. No death penalty, soft on crime, and people see that. If they were to bring back the firing squad or the guillotine, and tomorrow this piece of vermin would get shot right in the center of Newton or the guillotine would come down and chop off his head, that would stop the murders. That would stop the rapes. That would stop the robberies. We have to start putting our feet down and scare these people. They're weaklings. They are, they, are, they are not tough at all. They're weak and they're vermin, as I call. All right? And the bottom line is they need to be scared. And they need to know we're stepping up to the plate. We're going to fight them head on. When they just get their hand slapped and they walk away, they'll continue doing it. And people that watch them commit the crime, they'll do it. And it's just it's repeat, repeat, repeat. That's all. But if one of these assholes were to get gunned down and shot in the firing range or the guillotine comes down and chops off their neck, this will stop everything. Crime will, will end up stopping 90% because they're weaklings and they're scaredy cats deep down. That's all they are. So, but that will never happen in Massachusetts. That will never happen in a progressive state. That's the problem. The perpetrators are the ones who get rewarded and the victims are the ones who suffer and the poor families. Now, let's get to the point in hand here, okay? Think about this for a minute. Imagine for a moment that a white man took a knife and delivered more than 30 blows to a 97-year-old black woman, her daughter, and her son-in-law. There would be riots in the streets and in every major city across the United States. But that's not what happened. What did happen here is that a black man took a knife and delivered more than 30 blows to a 97-year-old white woman, her daughter, and her son-in-law on the day they were to celebrate 50 years of marriage. And perhaps that's why the murderer's picture was emplastered everywhere. And after a brief flirtation of a triple homicide in Newton, Mass., the mainstream media dropped it. Now, I put on WBZ. Now, I'm just going to give you a little 
a story here. Uh, this happened Sunday morning. It happened around 9 to 10 o'clock. The family was supposed to go to Mass. I think the Mass was at 11 a.m. They never made it to Mass, and that's what happened. Some of the um, parishioners from the church went to the home after church, and they found this. They found them all dead. So you didn't hear anything about this on Sunday. Nothing. WBZ, the news station in Boston, which is a horrible left-weaning uh, progressive station. Monday morning, I put on the news at 6 o'clock. That should be the headline, right? 6 o'clock, good morning, everybody. Jeff Brown, WBZ News. Awful way to wake up this morning. Three people killed in the city of Newton. But, but nothing. He starts off with the weather. Then he goes on about the Red Sox, who sucked this year. Then he talked about some fluff piece about someone playing the drums in Harvard Square with Matt Shear, this, this idiot uh, reporter who goes out on the streets and does these fluff pieces. It, it's ridiculous. So I said, all right, maybe they're going to have it in halfway through the news. Nothing. It was a 10-minute clip, nothing to mention at all. That was 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock, and I might have heard it for another half hour, and that was it. I had to get ready for work. You heard nothing. They have the memo from the mayor that if there's any crime, if there's any negativity, you are not to announce it on the radio because we don't want to have the tourists not come to Boston. We can't make that Boston is a bad city. It's not safe and all this good stuff. This is what happens, okay? You can't even trust the news media. There's no news station in Boston. Now, as far as the TV news, I think it was on, but I think they, they kind of cushioned it halfway through the news. It's awful. You had the two children, two young 16-year-olds, so children, teenagers, murdered in Randolph on Saturday night. Nothing was mentioned at all. And then this murder with these three poor people, seniors, were murdered Sunday morning. Nothing was mentioned at all. They talk about the Red Sox and they talk about the weather. It's been raining for the last goddamn 28 days. Every day in June has been rain, 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 rain. There's nothing to talk about. But they spend 10 minutes on the weather. And they talk about the traffic a little bit. And then, they again, all fluff pieces. I was going to play you the clip from Sunday with this idiot. Jeff Brown. I don't know if it's his fault. I think it's his producers that tell him what to say. He's just a robot. And he just says it. But it's just an awful news station. And I was trying to hear what went on. And this just grabbed everyone's attention in, in this area. And you can't, you hear crickets. So I had to search online and look, I finally found something. You know, I found it on the New York Post. All the news you find on the New York Post, you find nothing in the Boston. The Boston media is, is in the last 20 years, they have gone such downhill, it's pathetic. Boston media used to be top-notch back in the day. I say right around since 2000, 2001, just nothing. All liberal, all left-wing, all bullshit, and they all fluff pieces. They don't say anything. It, it's a disgrace. Getting back to the story now, the true headline should have read, Crazy Newton Mass, Black Man Murders White 97-Year-Old Woman, Her Daughter, and Her Son-in-Law. So if a white-skinned person committed the murder, the world would be up in arms, literally. And WBZ would have had that in the headlines, though, if it was a white man that did the murder. But because it was a black man, crickets. Okay? Fights and riots and burning and looting would be everywhere. But flip it, and a crazy black guy kills three whites, and it's near crickets. Exactly. Perhaps it's the best this way. We've had enough craziness, but here's something you might not know. And I just found this out, so I had to jot this down. Um, for, four than, for more than five hours, the Newton Mass Police Department blocked streets as they had a standoff with the crazy black man. Apparently, he's well known to the police. So let us share with you just a fraction of the questions 
that some have asked us and some that remain unanswered. Why did the police conduct such a long standoff knowing who the murderer was and not tell the neighbors? How could the murderer enter a plea of not guilty? Will the murderer get off after a six-month observation in a nuthouse? How was he well known to the police? There were many questions, but the point is three people were viciously murdered, and if the murderer were white, many believe things would have gone very different in the media. This is a very tragic situation to occur anywhere, and especially shocking for the residents of one of the most affluent areas of Massachusetts. A break-in by a crazy black man in the Italian Nonantum section of Newton, Mass. So we're going to keep an eye. We're going to follow this story to see what happens. I know he was in court the other day and pleaded not guilty. And not much came out with the media. But it, it's obviously it's because he's black. They have to keep it under wraps. I, I just don't understand it. There's more black-on-black -black crime lately. And, you know, we are all getting along. Obama started all this with the racists and the racism, you know, stirring up the pot. It's continuing with Biden. And, you know, all of a sudden, the race has just gotten out of control. Um, everything is just out of control. And the crime is just going to get worse and worse. And this just shows you, you expect something like this to happen in the inner city like Dorchester, Roxbury, Mattapan. This does not happen in places like Newton, Lexington, Wellesley. It just doesn't happen. But it is happening. Okay. Now, was this black guy, did he live in the neighborhood? Did he just happen to, you know, scope out the house and saw they were elderly people? And it was an easy target. And obviously he wanted to rob them probably for drugs. And then the husband and the wife put up a fight. They said there was um, a, a glass vase or something that the wife or the husband used to try to break over the head of the black guy. And there was, you know, glass everywhere and the blood was all over the kitchen. So they did fight for their life, but sadly... They're older, and this 41-year-old, you know, animal went in there. I don't even want to call him. That's an insult to animals. Went in there and killed all three of them. They didn't get into the details other than the stabbing. I'm not sure if he stabbed all of them. Um, you know, the poor woman at 97, she probably just died of a heart attack witnessing her daughter and her son-in-law being attacked. Um, you know, what a way to go. 97 years old, she was still healthy and living a great life, and I think the elderly were in their 70s, early to mid-70s, you know, again, celebrating 50 years of marriage. Can you imagine the poor children right now, the poor family, that this is how their loved ones have gone? And, you know, this guy, again, he's just going to get slapped on the wrist. Just watch. Nothing will happen. I will follow up in the story for you. There won't be any crickets with the Independent Man podcast. But, you know, there'll be a trial in about a year. They're going to bring up all his past. You know, how he was beaten, how he was raped, how his father left him when he was born. You know, how his mother was a crack addict whore. You know, all this stuff that he was homeless and he had mental illness. And um, this was what they're going to do. They're going to paint him as the martyr. And there'll be a statue erected in Faneuil Hall with, with this piece of vermin in, in, within five years. You watch. Meanwhile, the poor Demores will be buried in Newton Cemetery They'll have a headstone, rest in peace, and that's going to be it. I mean, that, that's just awful. And then the two young men that were killed in Randolph, I haven't heard anything. I haven't found anything in the news about that. 
as a sidebar. I wanted to come on tonight and give you an update, but there's nothing, nothing in the news. At least there's something with the Newton uh, family. But I had to find this on Boston Broadside, which is a conservative newspaper out of Peabody, Mass. I didn't see anything. I saw a little bit in the Boston Herald. The Globe had just a generic piece. There wasn't much going on, really, um, in the local media. So it's just awful. They're trying to keep it hidden from the people. And if you don't really search, you're not going to know the facts. And again, all the breaking news is coming so fast at you every day that this is going to be all forgotten about. Today is Wednesday in the year of our Lord, 2023, June 28th. And I guarantee it by the weekend, it'll be all forgotten because the 4th of July is coming up. And then whatever else is going to happen over the 4th of July, there'll be some more shootings and some other breaking news. And these poor people are going to have their funeral probably on Monday. And that's going to be it. Tuesday's the 4th of July and that's it. Life goes on and uh, let's wait for the next murder. Just like the woman who killed all her kids, you know, that's all forgotten about. She's crying postpartum depression. She's going to get off, you know. The guy that killed his wife uh, earlier this year, you know, who knows what's going to go on with that. They haven't found a body, so he'll get off. All this has happened in Boston, and this never happened. The crime wave was never this bad in the city of Boston and, and Massachusetts in general. It was pretty much a, you know, a pretty safe state. There were some areas, like I mentioned earlier, Roxbury, Dorchester, Mattapan, where there's a lot of drugs and a lot of thugs that live there. That's where all the crime pretty much uh, settled in that pocket of Boston. But now it's coming to the affluent areas like this part of Boston called Newton. So it's just very sad. And, um, you know, something has to be done. I don't know. We need a change of leadership, whether the mayor, the senator. You obviously need to um, crack on crime, which they're not going to do. And um, it's just going to get worse and worse. This summer is just going to be tough. And, um, you know, mark my words, you're going to see... More crime like this in the inner city, like Newton, and Lexington, and Wellesley. It's just going to be one big cesspool in the city of Boston. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. With God's will and your listenership, I shall return. Have a good evening. Watts of power. 50,000 watts of power. We are WQIN Q100. Pepperell, Nashua. Group W, a Westinghouse broadcasting station. With DJ Ralphie J and the Independent Man Podcast. The party has arrived. Promotional consideration paid by Quinlan Memorials of Wakefield, Massachusetts. Call or text Ralph at 781-245-2505 or visit quinlanmemorials.com.